Okay, good evening. This shir this week is sponsored by the Board Mishpacha. I was Shalaf Aydot HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKal HaToyv, and Yeratzim Meschus, our learning, Shetaka have continued Hatzlach and Bracha for him and the entire Mishpacha. Meschus our learning should also be a Meschus for Shleimah from Yimbele Basen Chom, Meschus Shara Chayle Yisrael. So in the middle of the story of of the, the Meshicha of Shol as the first Melech, and the unusual manner in which in which he is chosen. So we're smack in the middle of Perik Test. We're actually towards the beginning of Perik Test. We're up to Perik, to prosecute Aleph. And what we saw last week was that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Masada Vasib is a very unusual fashion in which it worked out for, for Shoal to meet Shmuel was by chasing down some wayward donkeys. And he's looking for the donkeys. Three days he can't find the donkeys. He ends up far away from home. And his Misharis that's with him, his Nar, tells him that, you know, I think they're about to give up hope because they realize that, you know, they probably they're more worried back home for them than for the donkeys. They say, you know, his Nar tells him, you know, I heard the Navi's in town. We go to the Navi, he'll tell us where our donkeys are. And Shmuel, Shoal's worried he doesn't even have any money to give him. And the Nar says, well, I have a small matbeah we could give him. So they decide, okay, we're going to go to the Navi. So they make this decision. And they're now headed to try to find the Navi to track down the lost donkeys. Very trivial matter, but it's kind of mitzvah. He's going to do it, L'shem Kibrav, and that's what he's headed to do. And he wants to know, where's my donkeys? So they head towards the city. Now, you know, this is before Gedalim pictures. They have no idea what Shmuel looks like. And despite the fact that Shmuel Hanavi made a lot of sivuvim, he was constantly traveling around there. So apparently Shoal had never been Zeich, had never gone personally to see the Navi, and he has no clue who he looks like. The Pasuk tells us they were headed up the path towards the city. And they bump into a bunch of girls who are leaving Lishevain. They're headed out of the city to go and draw water. So they ask these ladies, is the Raya here? Now, the girls give them a very long-winded answer. The girls tell them, so they answer and they say, Yesh, he is here. Now really that would have been enough, but they now have to give a whole editorial section along with that. He's in front of you. Today he came to the city. He's not usually in town. You know, Shmuel is constantly traveling. He happened to come to the city today. And the reason is, because today is a national, is not national, but it's a city-wide carbon that's being brought, it's the Yom HaZevach, and it's going to be brought on the Bamah. I say, when you come into the city, you'll find him. He's headed to the Bamah to bring the carbon, and everyone's busy getting ready for the carbon, and if you hurry, you'll catch him before he gets to the carbon, and you'll be able to ask him what you want, because be, everyone else will be busy, and you'll catch him in private, because Terem until they go up to the Bamah to eat, the people aren't going to eat at Boyoy until he comes. Everyone's waiting for him. Kihu Yivorech Hazevas. You better run, catch him before he gets to the Sud. Everyone's waiting for him. And the reason that they don't wait, they're not going to eat until he gets there is because who Yivorech Hazevas. He's the one who has to make the bracha on the carbon. We'll discuss that. And then those that are invited will eat. And now quickly go up. Because today you'll find him. So these ladies gave a very, very long speech. And the Gemara comments on the length of the speech. She asked one very simple shayla. Is the Novi in town? I said, yes. 
and they go into this whole long-winded explanation and drasha and advice. So I think the first shot of the Gemara is a shot that we would all naturally say is that's the way ladies work. Yes, yeah, a simple question. They're chewing off the ear for five minutes. No, and I'm not just me saying this. The Gemara says one shot. The Gemara says is the kol kach lama lefisha noshim dabrami is saying that ladies like to talk. And then the Gemara says two other interesting reasons. The Gemara says one reason the Gemara says why they gave such a long-winded answer is because Shaul was extremely handsome. And they were very happy to be just speaking to Shaul. So they wanted to prolong this meeting. So they just kept ploppling and ploppling because they wanted an opportunity to look at Shaul. Which is interesting. The Minchitana points out that Shaul, the Pasuk makes a point of saying that he asked as he was walking. Shaul Badafka did not want to spend time talking to girls. And then they, he was, you know, trying to very, very agav as he walked to ask them the question. But he was so striking that they... Uh, felt the need to try to draw out the conversation just to look at him some more. But then Chazal say a third pshat. Chazal tell us that at this moment, this, the moment that they meet, and Shmuel tells Shaul that he's now going to become the king, there's a sort of passing over of authority and power. Shmuel, Shaul is now, to an extent, being elevated above Shmuel. Shmuel had been the shaifit, the leader of Kal Yisrael. And there's a klal, Ein malchus neigas bechavrta afil nima. That our Kaddish Baruch Hu is medactic adchut hasayra, that one person's leadership does not run into another's leadership, that when one person will not lose any of his time, the next person can't take anything away from him, and therefore our Kaddish Baruch Hu decided it wasn't yet this man, and therefore in order to be mashlam, the exact time that Shmuel was supposed to have, the undisputed malchus, leadership of Kali, so without already letting someone else know that he's really the next, you know, before Sh- I guess you'd say in our terminology, before Shmuel becomes the lame duck shaifit, uh, by letting the next, uh, the melech know. So I call this broker decided it wasn't yet the time. So Arichas Tvarim is because it wasn't yet the time. The Malbim says that Arichas Tvarim was a slightly different Indian. We'll see in a few psukim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Shmuel the day before, tomorrow, at a, the same time I'm talking to you now, is going to be when the melech I'm appointing is going to come. And the time hadn't quite reached. It was still a few, a minute or so off. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu arranged things that these girls would plopple today that the Dvar Hashem would come true exactly to the exact moment. Now, Chazal and Medayik, it's a drash. That calls it a drash. But in the answer, he, they say yesh is the way they answer. You know, they ask, is the Navi here? And they said yesh, which is a little bit of an interesting wording. And Chazal Darshan, this yesh, that yesh is a, they meant to say there's an onan kosher al pischle, that you could see Anan Hashem is on the Pesach of Shmuel's door, just like it says, v'yesh ha-shariya onan, pasik in Bamidbar, that the onan refers to as yesh, that Shmuel was zaychi, was in such a high madrega that it was actually an onan kosher on his oil. Now, What was the birchas hazevach, right? So in their answer, they say that, you know, you have to hurry, you have to catch him, because everyone's waiting to eat until he gets there, because he's going to be mavarach hazevach. So what baruch hazevach is he going to make? So Rashi brings over here, from the Targum, that he's beitzei alamazin, he's going to make the hamaitzi. And then Rashi says, that's not the brach on the zevach, that's the brach on the food. So Rashi says, there's two brachas. On the f- bread, he makes hamaytzi. And then, ala shlom mevorchem b'achilosim. On the shlom, there's a birchas hamitzis. Baruch atah Hashem, lekeinu melech ha'olam, ha'sheh kedishonu b'mitzvah yisav. 
Vitzivonu lechol hazevach. He was mitzavah us to eat the zevach. So we're learning, talking about two brachas. There's a bracha on the eichel, and then there's the bracha on the carbon, which is birchas hamitzvah. Right? Like we make any, we make a mitzvah. We shake a lulav. We make a bracha. Eat a carbon. You make a you make a bracha. Right? Kehanim when they ate. But this is an adavah. Shuma they made a shekishon kishosah shalarim vitzivonu. Any any any, so any carbon, carbon is a mitzvah. Is a mitzvah. So even even now, there's a problem here though because Chazal learn out from here in the Indian of brach lufaneha, and this is one of the makayrus that you're supposed to make a brich sanem. Right? It's a Gemara in it's Yerushalmi. It says that Rabbi Yitzchak, I remember nine shetzarich lavarach al oichel lufnei sheyehena shenem akuvi varach hazevach achachin oichel akuv. It says that he's going to make a brach on the zevach. Now that sounds like we're talking about birchas hanen and not birchas hamitzvah, right? Birchas hamitzvah is no shaykhis to making a shahakal before you take some soda to making a bircha bracha on your lulav. So the bracha on the carbon is birchas hamitzvah, right? Sheikh Yishon says, Svonu al-achilas mora, al-achilas matzah, something to do with, it's not birchas hanen. So if you look at the radak, very interesting, the radak understands that there's two brachas of it, which is a chiddush and hukas brachas. The radak says there was hamoitz, he brings takim yainasin, and they made a shahakal on the carbon. I usually call Dover that you, anything that's bo machmas asuda is potter from the past. So he says that machmas the chashivas of the carbon. Since the ikir suda was the carbon, and the carbon is the chashivas of the carbon, so it was had its own birchas hanenen also, which is a chiddush as I the redak. You're passing that by all carbonates? So I, I don't think so because I, when you go through Arvid Psachim that they made a shahakal on the carbon pesach. So it would seem like a chiddish, but as I said, there But you do say a birch mitzvah on the carbon pesach? What? You do say birch mitzvah? Birch mitzvah, yeah. This is the bracha. Which one of the Lachal pesach, right? Just Lachal Right. What? Now, the Malbim makes an interesting point, the next Pasuk. So what's the Hemshech Hadvarim? So they, they get this long answer from the ladies, now they head. They head out towards the city. Now, the Pasuk tells us, As they're coming into the city, Shmuel's leaving Likrasam, He's leaving Likrasam to go up to the Bama. Now, Kipshut, it sounds a little bit interesting. He was leaving the city to go to the Bamadans, unless the Bama was out of the city. It doesn't sound that way. But the Malvin says that really, technically, he should not have been leaving the city. But Hayyais that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted that he should bump into Shmuel because Heim Abayim, they were coming. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu arranged things, whatever the reason happened to be that Shmuel was Yaitz. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Masav Vasibis, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling us in the Pasuk that the real reason that Shmuel was leaving is because they were coming. And this is a very important thing to remember. We go through life that at the end of the day, you know, sometimes I happen to be there and I bumped into the person. No. The reason that HaKadosh Baruch Hu arranged that you went, you thought you went there because you heard that there's a good deal on coats. And it happens to be when you got there, there's no coats, but you bumped into somebody. The whole reason you went there is HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted you to bump into that person. That's, that's where we have to look at things. When, you know, sometimes we think we know the reason why something's happening and why we're going somewhere because we want to go there for whatever reason. The real reason is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants a certain thing to happen. And it doesn't have to be a Dabatayv. You know, sometimes a person so annoying, if I hadn't decided to pump, go get gas in that gas station, I wouldn't have, you know, gotten into that car accident. No, the whole reason HaKadosh Baruch Hu arranged you should go get gas in that gas station is 
Baruch wants you to get into the accent right there. We have to remember that, that HaKadosh Baruch is Masav, Asifas, and everything we do. We think we know why we do things. HaKadosh Baruch arranges things for HaKadosh Baruch's plans. Now, the Pulsic gives us a little bit of back information. A day before, the day before this happened, Vashem Gola Es Eisen Shmuel Yem Echad Lefnei Boy Shol Lema. Hashem had already informed Shmuel a day before Shol arrived, and the reason why he informed him is that Shmuel should be properly prepared to be Moshe Chamelech. It's a monumentous occasion. I called Shmuel and gave him a day to prepare. So he informed him, saying, Ke'es Mocher, the same exact time of day tomorrow, Eshalach Eilecha Ish, Me'eretz Binyamin, I'm going to send you someone from the land of Binyamin, you're going to appoint them as a Nogid al Ami Yisrael. Now, it's interesting, the Pasuk uses the Lashon as Nogid and not Melech. Now, some Farshim say that Nogid, as you see even by Shlema Melech, and others use Nogid as a Lashon Chashivas. But others say that no, Nogid is used over here because the Melucha wasn't Moshe. He was only a ruler, but really the real Melucha is only Malchus based David. And this. Nogid, this Melech is going to save my nation from the Pelishtim. Kiroisi es Ami, I see my nation, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Ki Elai, because the Tzaka from the Pelishtim is coming towards me. What are the Pelishtim doing? So the Redak and others explain that even though Shmuel had had caused the Pelishtim, the tremendous Nisim with the Kailus of Brokim by Evan Ezer, the Pelishtim had been subdued temporarily, but as Shmuel got older and Shmuel wasn't, keeping the level of Ruchnius and Klai Yisrael up, which is what Gufa caused them to complain about Shmuel's sons, the Pelishtim returned to oppressing Klai Yisrael, and we'll see soon there were Pelishti governors throughout Eretz Yisrael, and this caused tremendous suffering to Klai Yisrael. And at the end of the day, and this is an important Kuda to remember, what caused HaKadosh Baruch Hu to have Rachmanus? Kibbutz HaKosei Olai. When Klai Yisrael cries out HaKadosh Baruch Hu in Tsar, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has Rachmanus. And Befrat, the Mechikatana points out the Lashon over here, it doesn't say Tzakosom, it says Tzakosoi, the Lashon Yochid, because Klal Yisrael cried out Ba'achtos. Now, it was an Achtos that came from pain and Tsar, but at the end of the day, they all cried out together Tzakosoi Eli, and Hein Kel Kaber Tilos Rabbim Layimus. When there's a Rabbim that cries out, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't turn away from their Tfilos. Now, the That Seifrim points something out over here, a beautiful thing. He says that if you look in the Pasik, it's unusual. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is, this is HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaking to Shmuel, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doubles up on the Lashon al-Ami. He says, Twice HaKadosh Baruch Hu, three times. And Kiri'isi es Ami kibot HaKadosh Eli. Three times in the Pasik, HaKadosh Baruch Hu refers to Klai as Ami, my nation. And HaKadosh Baruch wants to show at this time, it's a time period where Klai Yisrael is not living up to what they're supposed to, which is why they're suffering. And despite that, HaKadosh Baruch shows us Chiba for Klai Yisrael, and even when they're doing Averis, HaKadosh Baruch has a tremendous Chiba for Klai Yisrael, three times he refers to them as Ami, my nation, and their cries came to me, and I'm going to send them to Mashiach to save them from the pollution. Yeah, which, which in and of itself, HaKadosh Baruch didn't want I mean, the fact that they having a king over there. And after he came, but I called Shmuel, they needed it, and that's what I called Shmuel was sending them. The Shmuel Ra'ashol, and now, so, so till these two psukim were giving us what happened the day before. Now we return to the present time. The Shmuel Ra'ashol, Shmuel sees Shol, 
Vashem onohu, and Hashem tells him, Hine ha'ish asher amarti elecha, ze ya'atzer ba'ami. And Hashem tells Shmuel, this is the person who I told you would be ya'atzer ba'ami. What's this lashon, ya'atzer ba'ami? So Rashi tells us, yimshel, ya'atzer is a lashon of being a moishel. Why is ya'atzer, which means to stop, lashon atzer, stop. Why is that how we refer to a king? So Rishayim say different shot. Rashi over here says, because one of the main things that a king needs to do is make discipline during a war, create discipline, stop them from running away. They shouldn't spread apart, they shouldn't run away. It's, you know, that's the worst thing in a battle. So to create discipline in war. And then the other important job of the king is to stop the people from doing bad. That's, that's the important nekudah. And uh, Redak says that it's because he's going to stop, and he says, Targum, he'll stop the Polishtim from bothering Klal Yisrael. And the Malbim says, Alderich, the second Shadon Rashi, he'll stop Klal Yisrael from their Derech Harof, from the Averis. The Dasayfrim says he'll stop the decline. But it's interesting Nikuda that we see the Iker job of a Melech, of a Moishal, is stopping decline, stopping decay, stopping Averis. That's his main job, you know, is his main job to, to inspire this, that. No, his main job is to stop people from doing what was wrong. That was the main job of the king. Now, the Pasa continues. So Shmuel has now been informed by Kaddish Baruch this is the king. And Shaul is totally unaware of all this. Vayigash Shaul at Shmuel. So Shaul now approaches Shmuel. Not only is he unaware that he's about to become king, he's unaware even that the person he's looking at is Shmuel. So, Do you by any chance know where the home of the Roya, of the seer is? Why is he referred to as, why is he asked for the Beis HaRoya? Ask him, where's the Roya? So, Minichitana says it was Tzniyas, he didn't want to make it sound like he has business with, you know, where's, where's Mechaim Kenyeski? Yeah, well, I have business. No, well, where's his house? He's just, he wants to know where his house is. He was pushing the, the tremendous sneeze of Shaul, which we'll see more of. And as Anova, he didn't want to make it sound like he's an important person coming to you know, meet with the Royas. Where's the Royas' house? Vayan Shmuel Shaul. So Shmuel answers Shaul. Vayoimer, Anoichi Haroya. Shmuel says, That's me, I'm the Royas. Alei Habama. Go up in front of me towards the Bama. Vachaltan Imi Hayoim. You'll eat together with me by the carbon. Vishilachticha, and I'll send you Baboiker. And everything that you want to know in your heart, I'll tell you. What does this mean? So first of all, the beginning of Pasuk, there's a very interesting discussion. Kipshutai, Shmuel gives him a very fair answer. He asks him, where is the Beis HaRoya? And Shmuel tells him, I'm the Roya. Chazal find, fate, find fault in Shmuel for talking that way. It says in Chazal, it's a Safri, it's also Medjah Shmuel. So, you're the seer? Yeah, really? You're the seer? You talk that way? I'm going to prove to you that you don't see. Where did Hashem show Shmuel? Don't think you have such wonderful vision. Later on, when Shmuel goes to anoint David as a Melech, and he's told to go anoint one of Yishai's sons, what does it say? He sees the oldest son of Yishai, 
And Shmuel mistakenly thinks that this is the Melech. And Amalek HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Lo Yamati Shani Aroya, you said you're the Roya, you don't see. Al Tabit Amarei, Yuv Al Goyve Kamasi, there's a Lashon Apostlech there. Ki Ma'astiu, I reject them. Ki Lo Yashe Yir Ha'odam, Ki Odam Yir Le'inayim. A person can only see with his eyes, Vashem Yir Le'levav. So Hashem said, you call yourself the Roya, I'll prove to you that you're not such a Roya. Which is a pell. The Radak says, Alderich HaPshat, it's hard to understand. He was asked, what's he supposed to answer? He says maybe he should have tried to, you know, say I don't know, you know, tried to try to push him off. Maybe somehow Chazal saw him as somewhat of a chesoron in his midas uh, hanova that he answered it so forthright that he is the roya. And Stam the Dasayfim says that it's pasht the zach that could be if a Stam random stranger would have came and said, "Where's the roya?" So Shmuel would have told him, uh, they say, you know, he would have pushed him off, he would have said something, he wouldn't have said, so straight out on the right. But don't forget, HaKadosh Baruch Hu just said, you're supposed to tell this person you're the Melech. You can't, like, start being all humbly-bumbly and then tell him, oh, by the way, after telling him, I'm not sure who the Roya is, by the way, I'm the Novi, you're supposed to anoint you as king. That doesn't really work. So he felt as, you know, th- this is his mission. He had to answer, I'm the Roya. And Afal Piquet, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Lufi Madrigos, he saw a fault in this. The Ber Moshe says, uh, I might be slightly changing what he says, so if he doesn't say this, if it's wrong, I take responsibility, but I think that's what he was trying to get at. The Ber Moshe explains that what should he have said? He didn't have to say with this Lashon, I'm the right. He could have said, it's me. He could have said a different Lashon. He could have answered straight out without saying this Lashon, Ani HaRoy. At the time, Kefi Madrigasi, to say, I'm the seer, that was considered Kefi Madrigasi, somewhat of a small Pagam, in Shmuel Anavi. Now, Shmuel gives him Mishun of the Kikavit. Shmuel, don't forget, is the undisputed, he's the Shafit, he's the Navi, he's the undisputed leader of Kali Yisrael. And what does he tell him? He tells him that, you're going to go up ahead of me and you're going to lead the way, which is Mishun of the Kikavit. And he tells him, you're going to come, you're going to eat with me, and I'll tell you everything that's in your heart. So, what is this referring to? So, Kepshutai would mean I'll tell you the missing donkeys, which is what you're looking for. The problem with that Kepshutai Pshat is the next Pasik is he tells him, and about the donkeys, he tells him about the donkeys right away. So, what's Vichol Hashem Bovavcha? So, the Malvim says that if you have things you need to know, things in Libra things in learning you're not sure about, I'll fill you in all the secrets of the Torah. I'm going to tell you everything you'd like to know. And then he continues to talk about the donkeys, the purpose of your mission. I'll toss them, the, the donkeys are already missing for three days, that you're looking for for three days. I'll toss them as libchalahem. Don't worry about them. They're already found. And anyway, who cares about three donkeys, a few donkeys? Who, to whom does it belong, all the treasures of Klal Yisrael? To you and your father's house. Now over here already, he's being miramis to him that he's the king. He's telling him, you know, everything in Klal Yisrael belongs to you. And Shol, obviously was, you know, you have to remember who we're talking about. We're talking about the most worthy person in all of Klal Yisrael to be the king. Shol right away understood what he was hinting at. Vayan Shol Vayoymer. Shaul says, what, me? I'm going to be the king, the leader. First of all, I'm from Shevet Binyamin. Shevet Binyamin in that time was not really a very elevated Shevet. It's not long after Surah Pelagish Begiva. 
terrible crime had taken place in Binyamin and there was a civil war and Binyamin was almost wiped out. From the smallest in number, the smallest in Chashivas. And even within Binyamin, and my family is the smallest of the Mishpachas of Shev Binyamin. Why are you speaking to me like this? That I'm going to be the king? Chazal point out that we're going to see a lot of Milo's titles about Shaul, but the first one that the Pasik wants to point out to us, because of its importance, is a tremendous another. Vianney Eimer, Shteim Eshe Midas Tavis Akosim Fashri Shaul. Twelve Midas Tavis have told us about Shaul. Rishayni Hi Anova. The first one is Anova, Shenemer Haloi Ben Yemini Anoichi. And this is really the, the overarching and Mida, Milo Tavis of Shaul. This is tremendous Anova, this is tremendous Sneas, and we'll see more about that as Hashem soon. Can it mean that, I mean, that I'm not from Yehuda, I can't be a king. Oh, so he's not, he doesn't, he doesn't, so what does it put, he, he could be from the biggest shape, it, it doesn't make a difference. If in the fact that he stresses his unworthiness, that he should have said, I'm not from Shevi Yehuda. Now, he oh. didn't yet tell him he's going to be a king, so could be Stam will be the leader. The leader doesn't have to necessarily be from Shevi Yehuda. And it's interesting also that Shaul, why is he arguing to Novi? You know, okay, it's very nice that you uh, feel inadequate and you want to be humble, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu is choosing you as Melech, what right do you have to say no? Now, Beth, I don't know if that's a kasha, because, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu was told directly by HaKadosh Baruch Hu by the Sneh, and he still was Messiah of Allah, so that, that's, that's what it means to be an Emsa on him. But the truth is, you don't even need to say that over here. Sh- Shmuel didn't yet tell him that I'm choosing you Shmuel is also the God of Adar and he, you know, not every single thing had to come straight from Hashem maybe Shmuel chose him on his own so, so Shaul said listen I don't know why you're choosing me and we'll see a little bit later when he tells him this is the Devar Hashem he's not going to argue with him so this was the conversation Ad Khan. now they don't discuss this more it was only a hint and Shaul answered him also back not Mamish directly just says I'm, not, I'm unworthy and now they continue Vayikach Shmuel Shaul he brings him to the room, to the Lishka, where they're having this Suda, the carbon. He sits at the head of the table. There's 30 people there, and he puts them at the head of the table. And Shmuel tells the person, the butcher, the person who's cutting up the carbon, He wants to show Shaul that I'm expecting you. He says, that piece I told you to put aside, Give me that piece now. I told you to hold on to one piece, now bring it out. So you're showing Shaul that before Shaul even arrived in town looking for his donkeys, Shmuel is already preparing for him, put aside the choice piece to him. The shaykh and the piece that's on it, as I'll say, is the alia, which was chashev because usually by a carbon shlom in the base of Migdash it was used for the tnufa, the chazea tnufa. But over here, obviously, there's no such thing by Obama, but it still had a specific chashivas, because this is the chalik that usually goes to Shemaim, but it's, it's, a, it's a chalik that's miyuchid. They gave it to Shor. Interesting, it sounds like the leftovers. It doesn't mean nisher. It means the part that was set aside from everything else that was eaten already, because it was set aside special for you. Put it in front of you and eat it. Kilamoyed Shamalach was saved specifically for you for this occasion. I told the people to save it for the person, the special guest that's coming. And Shol eats together with Shmuel that day. After the Suda, they go down to the city. He calls Shol up to the roof and he talks to him. What does he talk to him about? 
doesn't tell us anything in the Pasuk. Now, we'll see, as Hashem next week, he didn't yet anoint him for king, and he tells him a whole bunch of things after he anoints him for king. So what did they discuss on the roof? So Rashi, Musa gave him a big, strong Musa Shmuz. He's coming to be the Melech, and uh, he, has, he has to know what, 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 he's, what he's getting himself into, and he has to make sure he has the right year of Shemayim. And this is the person our Kodesh Baruch who chose as Melech. Obviously, he's a very chashver person. Despite being from Shev Yom and all the downsides he had, our Kodesh Baruch who saw him, and there's no one better than him. Shmuel took him up to the roof to give him a Musa Shmuz. Why the roof? Pashat, you know, this is not something that should get out to everybody. The roof was a private place. But I saw in the Baramayishi, he says a beautiful thing. He says he was trying to teach him a lesson by taking up the roof. He was showing him a gag is high up. It's high up. You become a melech, you're being elevated to a very high position. And just like on the gag, there's a big, you know, there's a big sakana when you're on a roof. You can fall off and you can hurt yourself. You're being elevated. You have to know that the most important thing you have to be careful in you, the melech, is not to become like the Lashon Apostolic in the Torah and the Varim, Levulti, Rum, Levavai, that a melech, there's a tremendous danger of becoming a Balgaiva. And he was warning him against some, you know, to go really together with Rashi. Rashi tells him that he was telling him, he was giving him the Musr of be careful from Gaivi. You're about to become the king. You're about to become the Nogad and Klal Yisrael. And you have to be aware of the tremendous Sakona of Gaiva and the danger of Gaiva. And you're only chosen because of your Anova. And that was the Musr Shmuz he gave him. They woke up the next morning. And it was, the sun came up. He called him again to the roof. Lamer Kuma Veshalchacha, I'm come, I'm gonna send you. The Yokum Shmuel the Yitzu Shneem, the two of them go out, who Ushmuel Achutza, they go outside. And Hami Yard and Bikseir, they're leaving the city, Ushmuel Omar El Shol, Emilanavi Avalfanadu. He tells them, Tell your Mesharis to go ahead of us and speak to him private. The Yavar, the Ata Amoid Kayoim, and now stand with me, Vashmiachas Varalikim. Now Shmuel tells him for the first time, I'm gonna give you now over, not just Musa for myself. I'm about to impart to you a nevuah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a message from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Be'ez Hashem will see the message next week.